What's up, beautiful people? Hello, um, it's HP. Uh, welcome back, or welcome to the Coffee Breath Blah Blah podcast. So glad you're here. So glad to actually be consistent um, with this. Uh, <laughs> anyways, it is Monday. Um, well, when you're listening to this, it probably isn't. But right now, it's Monday. I'm sitting on my closet floor per usual. Um, I'm really excited, actually, to be talking today about what I'm going to talk about. And, yeah. Anyways, before we get into that, though, of course, I need to tell you what coffee I've had today. Um, this morning... I woke up and I actually made coffee at my apartment. I know her. I know her. Yeah, I actually do usually do that, but recently I haven't been because I don't know. I'm just not really feeling the black cup of coffee vibes recently. But, anyways, um, I bought this chameleon cold brew uh mocha thing like you know one of those like pre-made things which i'm not really a big fan of but it had like no added sugar or anything so i was like let me just try it and then i had some trader joe's cold brew concentrate that i think is so nasty by itself i've concluded guys i just don't like cold brew i can't do it like i i've tried so hard but it makes me nauseous like it just tastes so nasty to me no matter where it's from no matter who makes it, I just do not like it. It's so, ew. It's just, ew. Anyways, if you are if you like it, it's okay. It's okay. But I don't love it. Um, but today I mixed those two things together and it was honestly delicious. Um, and then I just went for a good, beautiful two-mile run, which I haven't done in a long time. Um, it's so nice outside today. It's like 70 degrees. I went like a three no two hours ago did that and then I ran to the coffee shop so cute got myself an iced lavender oat milk latte and did a little homework called a friend and hung out there for a second so it was a really nice time I don't really drink a lot of lavender drinks because I just have to be in a very specific mood for it but today I was and it it was pretty good uh but anyways that's that's all I got. That that was my coffee so far. I'm sitting now drinking a sparkling water and eating some Cheez-Its, as a fine woman of society does. But, yeah, let's get into the pod. So, basically, to get straight to the point, today we're going to be talking about healing and all the different things that go into it, what it can look like, things that can help, um, my personal healing journey and process, because it has looked crazy. There have been so many different things that I've done and tried and all this stuff. And I finally feel like I'm in a place of feeling confident enough in my healing. What's the word? The things I've done to heal and I am currently doing still. I feel confident in them. I feel like it's working for me. And so I felt like I was in a good spot to share it. Um, honestly, I'm going to talk about this a little bit later in the podcast, but I realized the other night I was driving home from work and this sad song came on and it was about like being able to do like hard things and like, you know, going through stuff in your life and blah, 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 blah. And I remember like, I just thought like, I didn't feel sad about it. I didn't, like, sit there and get, like, super emotional and, like, think really hard about how I related to the song or anything. I just kind of felt like I was listening to any other song. And 
for me, that was kind of a big deal because it made me realize that I've come such a far, long way. Um, Like, when I was depressed and, like, coming out of that, I would spend so much time, like, what's the word? Reminiscing. Is ruminating a word? Like, lingering in it and just, like, thinking about how I felt and how horrible it was, which kind of always... I think it's normal and I think it's okay that I did that to process it um, and everything that I'd gone through. But at the same time, it was kind of like holding me back from actually being able to heal and like move on because I just spent so much time like thinking. I thought all the time and felt everything like so deeply. Um, But yeah, I I just want to say that that's kind of where this is coming from because I realized I was like, holy shit, I'm actually okay. Like I've come such a far way and we're going to talk about it. Um, y'all asked me some questions on my Instagram as well, um, about healing. And so I'm going to be answering those, but let's just get into it. So I listened to Emma Chamberlain's podcast. This is a little side note, but, um, you know, she, if you've listened to her podcast, I love them. She's so wise and I just relate to her so much. I love her so much, but anyways, besides the point, she does her podcast episodes in a very, like, interesting um, way. Um, she will, like, talk about what she wants to talk about. And then at the end, answers, like, questions that people ask her. Um, but I found, like, and I, I thought about doing that today. But I found that, like, just going off of what you guys ask me really helps me to, like, organize my, what I want to say. Because usually what I want to say is already, like, something that's being asked. So, we're just going to do that. I just wanted to tell you that. I don't know. <laughs> Anyways, um, so let's get into it. The first question I got was, what is something you implemented into your life that was helpful in your healing? Um, then there are so many things, but like the first one that comes to mind is spending time alone. I've talked about this a lot. Um, I have a whole podcast episode. I think it's called You Don't Know How Cool You Are Until You're Alone. Um, so if you need to listen to that, go right ahead. talks about how being alone can benefit you what it might look like, all that good stuff. But that is, like, the first thing that comes into my mind. Um, Actually, actually, guys, hold up. Let's backtrack. (laughs) Sorry, scratch that. I'm sorry. I just realized that I I actually want to start this off by talking about my my healing journey um, and how that's looked and stuff because I feel like I need to kind of go on a timeline. But uh, let's begin. Let's just start with that. This might be a long episode, so uh, buckle up, okay? So, I want to say that I really started trying to heal in August, no, probably September, October of 2020. Um, I had been, like, really depressed that whole year, um, suicidal in July, June, all of that time, and so... October was like the time that I really was like I want to get better I want to move on and um so I tried uh so for me at the time I I worked at a coffee shop um and I I know I've also talked about this but that was like the first thing that I did was kind of shift my focus onto that um I really loved it there at the time and thought that focusing on something that was actually beneficial for me and like something that could carry over into my future was what I needed to do rather than relying on 
you know, alcohol and drugs and going out and, you know, shitty people and all this stuff, I was like, let me focus on this one stable thing and just pour my heart into it and and basically distract myself not even distract myself because it's like I, I I knew that I wanted to get better I just needed something that was actually benefiting me so I did that and I started getting promotions there and um just really focusing on that and it started to you know I, I started gaining rewards from it and that really helped you know realizing that taking a step away from the unhealthy things of my life like alcohol and drugs and um you know going out and just like these things that weren't actually benefiting me anymore I didn't enjoy um and now replacing them with things that were benefiting me at the time um that was like step one for me so yeah I got sober um I separated myself from certain people and I just dove into my work. Um, at the same time, I started going to therapy again um, with a new therapist, and that really helped as well, which I'm going to talk about a little bit later. But I did start going to therapy and kind of talking through that, which helped me a lot with my anxiety, uh, being able to like talk to someone about it. And yeah, that was, that was really helpful. Um, and then slowly... I kind of, at the time, you know, not everything got instantly perfectly better, you know, um, it still, it still took a little, there were still some bad days and confusion about who I wanted to be and I was changed, you know, I wasn't the person that I was before I made all those changes in my life, you know, I was no longer the party girl, I, um, you know, I, I wasn't, I was just different I was sober I was honest I was alone and that was a big adjustment very different from what I was used to um so it did make me anxious sometimes when I questioned myself and you know no one's there to tell you if you're doing the right or wrong thing and I think that's something that's really important about healing in general is that there's really no there's no book I mean there are books (laughs) There are books. People have written them. Um, But there's no universal code of like, here's how to heal because it looks different for everybody. And, you know, we can only share our personal experiences and relate to each other in some ways, maybe every way. But there's no right or wrong. And um, there are definitely things that help that have been proven to help. Absolutely. But my point is that at the time there was just like I didn't know if I was doing the right thing. Or, you know, I didn't want to lose myself. I mean, I just asked a lot of questions. You know, I was concerned because I was just changing a lot. Um, so I threw myself into work and school. Work a little more than school, but that's okay. Um, and I just tried to find little things that made me happy while being sober. Because for me, um, one of the biggest things I needed to heal from was alcohol abuse and uh, using substances. <laughs> to cope with things um so I so getting sober for me was a really big part of my healing actually and that meant that I needed to find ways to have fun again because eventually I had morphed into somebody who only knew how to have fun if I was high or drunk and I didn't like that about myself. I hated it, actually. So I had to take a step back and kind of start from scratch again to kind of 
relearn who I was before I started doing all of those things. And that was actually really beneficial and really helpful for me. Um, like you guys said, that's a personal thing. If you don't have those issues, it's not something you have to do, but it really did help me, um, to become sober and just kind of like reconnect with myself in my truest, authenticest, um, (laughs) most authentic sober way. Um, because being sober is reality, you know, being high, being drunk, whatever, that's not reality. It's not. You're affected by something. And it doesn't mean that it's bad. It can still be fun and enjoyable, but it's not the truth of the environment you're in or the world around you. Um, You're in a different state than what's actually happening. Um, And so it was really nice and important for me to be sober so that I could reconnect with what was actually happening. It helped my anxiety a lot. Um, So yeah, after that though, I continue working there and um, I at the same time started working out again, being physically healthy, which I had kind of neglected for a little while. Um, Physical activity and sports and all that stuff has always been um, a part of my life. I played a lot of sports in school um, and I've just always loved being active and doing things and I'd kind of neglected that and it made me feel bad about myself in the way that I viewed my body and I felt lazy um, but also it like I could just tell that it was negatively impacting my mental health to not be exercising so I started running more and um, I started running every day luckily I lived in a really safe area at the time where I could do that I don't have that luxury anymore Um, but at the time I lived in a really nice little neighborhood so I would just go on runs every day and it was something I enjoyed. It didn't feel like I had to do it. It didn't feel like a chore. It was a release for me. And, um, you know, it was something that I kind of replaced alcohol with. When I felt stressed or angry, I would go for a run or anything, you know. When I felt happy, I would go for a run. But, yeah, um, that also really helped because healing, when we think about healing, I think that it's mostly talked about or thought about as a physical thing you know you break your leg and it needs to heal you cut your arm and it has to heal you know whatever um and I think that growing up after going to college and definitely after everything I experienced that was the first time that I realized that healing was way more than a physical thing and something that everyone does something that everyone has to do because we all go through things um and sometimes they're more traumatic and crazy and hard than other people's things and that's okay but everyone has to heal from something at some point in time um and in a non-physical way emotional mental whatever it may be um so I kind of lost what I was saying but um we're talking about the healing journey so I get sober I start working out blah 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 um focusing on myself um and then I trying to remember exactly like the timeline of everything in December of 2020 that was when I was like really happy actually um that's when I felt really healthy and I had a clear mind my body felt good all that stuff um and I had implemented a really nice schedule into my life which I'm going to talk about later but that really helped a lot um 
And a big part of it was prioritizing myself and doing things for myself, like working out. Um, I was really busy all the time. If you are a friend of mine and you remember that time, like I was always so busy, but I loved it and I made myself busy. Um, I would go to work at 445 in the morning. I would get off at 11. I would come home. I would take a nap for 30 minutes. Then I would go for a run, probably three miles, three or four. And then I would come back home, take a shower. And then I would do homework for the rest of the evening and then maybe go to a work meeting again. Um, I was just always super busy, but I loved it. And it kept me going. I was gaining things from it. I was learning things about myself. I had responsibility and passion about a lot of things at that time um and it was just really nice and then um in January of 2021 it's so weird that it's 2022 I still feel like it's 2021 it's literally crazy how fast that year went by like oh my god it's insane anyways in January of 2021 um I also felt kind of good but I had kind of gone through like a breakup situation-ish thing um and that wasn't that big of a deal for me. However, um, I started spending a lot more time alone because of it. Um, but I, I kind of enjoyed it. And I did realize at the time that I had been like putting a lot of effort into my work and stuff, but I found a new love for myself when I was completely on my own from that person. And I felt super confident and, I I just kept doing my thing, but even more, and I just kept going. I was sober still. Um, I started to reconnect with people who I had kind of taken distance from, and I also started being honest with some people about my past struggles, which is something that is also really important in healing. I wrote it down here. Oh, I do have a little guide for me today because this was important, and I didn't want to mess it up, but... um, what it where was it? What is it? God damn. Oh, being honest. Yes. I think a big part of being uh of healing is coming clean to people around you and also to yourself. Um I had to accept what I'd gone through and what had happened in my life in the year before. Um and I started opening up to people about it that didn't know like my family members and just people in general. I posted about the fact that I had survived a suicide attempt um and a lot of people now knew that about me, which was a really big step. Um and so in a way through doing that and showing that vulnerable true side of myself that I'd hidden from so many people I felt better about myself. It was hard, but I felt like I was being more authentic because I wasn't hiding this giant thing. No one knew details, of course, because I didn't originally talk about it, but people knew that something had happened and I was able to express that. Um, And so I think that was really important too. And then, um, unfortunately, in... um, And then... In March of 2021, um, I was sexually assaulted um, by one of my coworkers at my old job and um, someone who I was very close with at the time as a friend. Uh, and 
I've never shared that yet, um, but when that happened, I kind of took a step back in my healing process, obviously, um, and it was really difficult, honestly. Um, there were a lot of emotions that I experienced from it, anger, sadness, confusion, um, pressure to, you know, act like it wasn't affecting me when I would have to go work with this person, um, and be around him all the time. It was really hard and people knew him, people know him, people like him. And that was really hard. And eventually it led to me quitting my job because, um, I couldn't, I couldn't heal and be around him. I couldn't do it, truthfully. Um, <clears throat> because for months, I, I, that incident happened in March of 2021, and I never shared about it. Um, but two months later in May, I tried really hard for those two months to, you know, go to work, continue about my life. But um, people at my job started realizing that I was acting different, and they were concerned for me. Um, well, they acted concerned, but they really weren't. And then when I told them the truth of what happened, um, they uh, didn't react necessarily in a great way. Um, and uh, I was told that, you know, I just needed to get over it and that he wasn't going anywhere. Um, and that was really difficult. And so because he wasn't going anywhere, I had to go. Because I knew that I wasn't going to be able to heal and move on um, if I was in that environment um, with not only him, but the people who had uh, betrayed me um, that were in charge. So with that being said, um, my last day of work there was absolutely traumatic. I cannot talk about the details of that on here. Um, but I was treated horribly by, um, people in power and, um, <clears throat> yeah, uh, most of you, some of you probably know what happened, but anyways, that day I kind of came to a halt. I remember feeling like, well, I had a massive panic attack actually that day. Um, I had to pull over on the side of the road because I was panicking and hyperventilating and it was terrible. Um, and it was one of the worst days of my life. It actually was one of the worst days of my life. Um, and I remember feeling like kind of stuck. Um, and I just came to a halt mentally, emotionally, physically. I was just like, I, I just had to stop, you know, because this job that I had been relying on to heal through and this person, these people who meant a lot to me at the time and who I thought were helping me just completely betrayed me in so many ways. And it was so incredibly hurtful and so hard to deal with um and the next day actually I went on vacation with my family <laughs> um and 
that right there told me exactly how the next few months of my life were going to look. Um, I was scared. I was very scared. I was very anxious. I mean, I had just gone through something super, multiple traumatic things, actually, um, that were very scary. And I was just on edge and I, I wanted to lay low. We went out to Arkansas in the mountains in the middle of nowhere. And in a way, it was kind of beneficial, um, but I was so scared of everything, and I hated that. I hated it so much, but I was just so anxious because of what had happened to me two days before, um, but I remember just feeling like I didn't want to do anything. I really didn't want to go anywhere. I mean, I wasn't depressed. I don't want to. I don't want to come across as being depressed because I didn't feel depressed. I just felt numb and I was angry, and I was hurt, for sure, um, but I just didn't know what to do, and I just couldn't believe what had happened in that week before, um, and if you are a friend, then you know what happened, and, and it was just such a hard week, um, especially that last day, but with that being said, um, at the same time, I started my blog. I had started my blog about two weeks before quitting my job, actually. And that was also a really big part of my healing. Um, that was something that the timing was really interesting because um, I was going through something so hard with being assaulted two months before. Um, but I decided to just push past it and, you know, deal with that privately. But share my story on my blog. And when that happened, my, my life really did change when I started my blog. Um, and that was a really big part of healing for me because that was the ultimate step of being honest and being so vulnerable. The details that I shared and the amount of people that read it, it reached out to me. It was really hard, you know, but of course I appreciated it. And at the end of the day, it really did help me. Um, and I know it helped other people, which makes it worth it to me. Um, so I started my blog and while I was dealing with all of this stress and anxiety about these other things going on in my life, I just kept posting on my blog, which was really hard to do at the time because all I wanted to do was just hide. Um, and that's something that I want to talk about right now is that I realized in those months, this was summer of 2021, um, for the months of like June, July, and maybe a little August, the whole summer, I sat down and I did nothing. I didn't want to see anyone. I didn't want to go anywhere. I was terrified to go places. Um, I was really scared of men, to be honest. Um, I had extreme anxiety about going out in places and flashbacks nightmares it was just really really hard and so I kind of shut off and I did nothing because it was all I could do and I realized that it was okay um and I think that's so important and it's something I definitely want to talk about healing doesn't always mean that you are running around town doing all these crazy things to get better and you're doing yoga and you're running 500 miles and you're eating kale and being vegan and making friends sometimes 
you have to do nothing to heal. That's what it was for me. I had spent months filling up my life, filling up my schedule, thinking that it was going to make me feel better. And it did until it didn't. And until those things were ripped away from me, I had nothing but myself and I had nothing to do but sit down and calm down. And that's all I could do. And there were times where I would get upset with myself about it. You know, like I need to work out. I need to go. I need to go run. First off, it's a million degrees in Louisiana in the summer. We all know this. Maybe we all will not be running outside. No, no, no. But <laughs> I also told myself, I just can't today. And, and that's okay. You know, I think that that's so important is that sometimes we need to rest. And I think that people forget that, especially in our world today, in social media, there is so much, you know, I, I mean, God, it's so overwhelming. Social media is so overwhelming. And the influence that it has on so many people is insane. But, you know, healing and talking about all of that is like super popular now, and very common. Um, and it's all about, you know, doing these things for yourself. And then that's great. And that is awesome. And there are times where that will help you. But I think that not enough people talk about relaxing and just calming down and being someone with anxiety and that urgency and that need to like constantly be going and constantly be doing something or I feel like a pathetic loser like I would like lose my mind if I wasn't feeling productive all the time I was like I'm worthless if I'm not being productive all the time um and I had the summer with no job I had to move back home with my parents because I lost my apartment for some stupid reason I didn't lose it but I had it's a long story but I moved back home I had no job I didn't want to see anyone um and I let myself relax because that is what my body needed I was traumatized and I needed to rest to be okay and I, I did and I think it's super important that people ask me you know what can I do and this and this and this and this and there are totally I, I just named a ton of things that you can do but sometimes all you need to do is let yourself relax calm down you know and in that time I remember I actually took the time and took advantage of having the time and I did like little things that I've been wanting to do for a while. I taught myself sign language. I practiced my Spanish. Um, I think I started like painting a little more. I don't even remember what I did to be honest, but I just know that I did little things that helped me and you know, that's really all I could do and that is okay. So yeah, um, sorry that I just kind of trauma dumped. Um, um, but yeah, uh, with that being said, I'm going to go ahead and just answer some of y'all's questions because, uh, yeah. The first question I got was something, what's something that, impl oh my god, I can't talk. What's something you implemented into your life that was helpful in your healing? Um, so I just kind of talked about that. <laughs> um, but being alone, doing my own thing, focusing on myself was really important. And finding little things to... Um, fill up my cup that sounds kind of mm, cheesy but it's true uh just finding the little things in life that made me feel happy again and connected to earth again and alive again really helped um and I also want to like add in that you know I was healing from depression assault um anxiety and you know all that stuff and some people are healing from different things you know people have all different kinds of 
I don't want to say issues, but things I need to heal from. So some of this might not even work for you, but this is just what I had to do um, to kind of get better. Um, which leads me to the next question I got, which was, when does it get better? <laughs> um, I think that one of the most important things about healing, and I tell this to everyone who asks me, is that it takes time. It takes so much time. And I think that it kind of never ends, to be honest with you. I think you're always on a journey of healing. And sometimes that scares me a little, if I'm being honest. Uh, I think that what happened last year is something that really um, pissed me off, you know, because I felt like I had done all this work to heal and I thought, you know, these things won't happen to me again. And then they did, um, especially by people I trusted. And I think that's what made it hurt even more. And I realized that I had a lot more power and control over the situation than I thought I did. Not being assaulted, but (laughs) um, healing from that. Um, (laughs) Sorry for laughing. (laughs) But (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) But I look at life now in waves and there are highs and there are lows and something that my therapist told me, well, not the one I have now, but the the one I used to go to, she told me that I needed to look at life in a 50-50, you know, 50% of it is good and 50% of it is bad and that's okay, you know, I I think that that really helped me when I started thinking about life like that, you know, there are going to be bad days, you're going to go through hard, terrible things. Um, but there's going to be days where you are so happy and there's going to be months where you are so happy and so healthy and everything's going great. And then there might be months right after that where you feel sad and confused and lonely and numb and that's okay. It is all part of life and it is all emotions and thoughts. And at the end of the day, you always have yourself. There's always something you can do. Um, and I think that giving yourself time And being patient with yourself is really important. It's all about perspective. I think healing is all about perspective as well. Um, If you stay, okay, imagine you're sitting down in a chair, okay, um, and you're in this dark corner and you're just thinking about how sad you are. Maybe you just have gone through so much stuff. It just never seems to end and you're just so sad. If you stay stuck in that little corner, well, yeah, of course life is going to suck and you might think it's never going to end. But look outside of yourself. Look as if you're looking at yourself in a telescope, okay? You're looking from far out down at yourself sitting there and you can see, okay, this pain is going to end in six months. And then for a year, I'm going to be happy. Or this this is going to end in three months and then I'm going to be happy, And that's okay. That's what I do. I'm going to be honest. Like, nothing, it doesn't last forever. And once you get through things, you realize that. Um, But you have to give yourself that time and accept, okay, this isn't going to happen today. You know, I'm I'm sad and I'm I'm angry or whatever. And why can't I just not be, I just want to be happy and over it. It's not going to happen today, you know. But you're going to realize months down the road, one day you're going to realize I'm not affected by that anymore. I'm, I'm actually happy. That's what happened to me. You know, like I said in the beginning of this episode, I was driving and the song comes on and I'm like, why am I not so emo about this? Why am I not like, oh God, yes, I go through so many hard things and life is so terrible and I'm so sad. Like that was what the old me used to do. 
but it's been months and I'm healing and I'm trusting people more and I'm happy and it took a lot of time to get there and you know different things for sure and I'm still working on it but um give yourself time so the answer to when does it get better I don't know you know it looks different for everyone but it will happen it absolutely will happen it always does um you know I this is coming from someone who didn't want to be alive for a year I wanted to die and I thought it's just never gonna end you know and it did and I remember the day that I realized like wow I got so much better I feel amazing and it took taking things away and adding things in and taking people out and adding new ones in to get there and it's hard and it's confusing and it's scary but it's so worth it and it will happen you just have to try things until you find that little sweet spot of healing it doesn't mean that it's going to happen instantly but once you're there you have plenty of time you have the rest of your life to just be okay and you are okay you will be so I don't know the answer to that question because it looks different for everyone but it will happen eventually Another thing, someone asked me, what is the best way to heal in your opinion and slash tips slash advice? Um, So with everything else I've already said, um, I think that going to therapy really helped me. And I used to be someone who was kind of a, I don't, how do I say this? Um, I got annoyed when I heard that people were like going to therapy for like small little things. Um. And I hear myself say that now, and I'm, like, grossed out by myself for thinking that way. This was, like, two years ago. We've come a long way, okay? (laughs) But um, I think therapy is great for everyone. I believe that everyone can benefit from it. Um, And I think that something I did differently um, this go-round, because, you know, since my assault last March... I feel like I'm in a new stage of healing than I was before because I'm healing from something new now. And um, I tried to do research, you know. I looked for support groups for victims. Um, I looked at different types of therapy that help with PTSD because I was diagnosed with PTSD um, in August of last year. And so with that confirmation, I knew that I could take new steps to kind of heal and um different ones than I was doing and so you know that's how I discovered EMDR therapy which I'm currently doing um and yeah there's just so many different types of therapy that people don't even know about um and unfortunately they're not everywhere in the world or everywhere in the country um but I think doing some research and just finding different ways that can help there's so much out there that we don't even know about but Therapy was really important, and I definitely recommend it for healing. Um, Just going once, twice, I don't know. You don't have to go forever, but just sitting down and talking to someone with an unbiased um, ear, I guess, uh, is really helpful and very beneficial for healing, in my opinion. Um, The next thing I wrote down was uh, implementing a routine and schedule. I know I touched on this a little bit earlier, but... I think that was super helpful for me and something that has really helped my anxiety um, is having a daily routine. Avery asked me to share my daily routine, so I will, of course, because I love it. But having a routine and having like safe spaces for me has been super, super important in my healing um, because I spent so long 
feeling worried about going at places and I didn't really have a routine when I was just sitting around all day didn't know what I was gonna do and you know I didn't have a job I didn't have anywhere to go I didn't have anything to keep me on a schedule other than myself and so having those things again really helps me I that's one of the reasons why I love being in school is because I can plan my day around it and it I can have a structured time having that structure and that stability really helped me heal um but my daily routine is waking up in the morning at some point in time typically sorry typically before 8 a.m um and then I will get breakfast make breakfast typically I have overnight oats um sometimes some eggs it just depends avocado toast you know the vibe um and then I get myself ready for the day right now I'm in online school so you know this is different but typically I'll put a little outfit on so I'm not sitting around in my pajamas and then I fix some coffee get myself ready for class I do my class stuff and then if I don't have work uh, I will try to go on a walk or um, move my body in some way for a little while. And then I'll go get a little coffee in the afternoon, do some homework, read a book. Um, then I come home and uh, take a shower, eat some dinner, and work on whatever I need to work on or just chill out. That is like my ideal day. Um, most days don't look like that because I be working <laughs> straight after I'm done with class. So... But um, having those little, like, times, and also write, I write all of this down, okay? Like, I have a planner, and I will write it all down. Like, today my planner was, like, 9 to 11, go to class, 11 to whatever, take this exam, then go for a run, then go to Rev and get a coffee, then do this homework, then come home and make, you know, like, it just really helps me. And I have these little things that I look forward to. I think that that's something that's really important. I know I've said that about so many things, but... Um, when people talk to me about like, what can I do to be happier or whatever? I think like everyone has the time to add one little thing in a day for 20 minutes, for 15 minutes, for 10 minutes, whatever it is that can make you happy. If it's going to get a coffee or doing yoga or dancing or scrolling on TikTok or petting your dog. I mean, like I painting your nails. I don't taking a bath, whatever it could be literally could be anything. Everyone has time to do one little thing. And those are the things that I really hold on to and look forward to because life is stressful and chaotic and school is hard and we're all busy as hell. But if you make time, whether it's 10 minutes or an hour a day, and you have that one little thing to look forward to, it's so awesome. And it will literally make your day so much better. So like today, going on that run after not running in a long time made me feel so good and then stopping to get coffee after sitting outside in the nice weather it was so nice it was so lovely and having those little safe spots like my little coffee shops that I can go to and meeting new people that I feel comfortable around is like super important for healing as well for me um but yeah honestly I think I'm gonna end it here One more thing I do want to add before I go is I wrote down um, boundaries, which I decided to not go too far into this, but staying away from triggering places and triggering people is really helpful and important in your healing as well. Um, I 
associate certain people and places with being depressed or being assaulted. I mean, like, Jesus, there's so many different things that go into that. Um, And, you know, if a friend is like, hey, let's go to this frat house where I had a horrible experience and wanted to kill myself in it, I'm going to be like, no, thanks. (laughs) Like, I'm not going to go. Um, because if I go, I won't be able to heal. It's exactly what I was saying about quitting my job. You know, I had to quit because I could not be in that environment and heal. Um, it was triggering the pe- the person, the people, they were triggering. I had to go. Um, so I think that's really important as well is don't be afraid to be selfish in this time of healing. If you feel like you need to stay away from somebody or from a place or you need to change something like moving away from something cutting something or someone out do it if it's not benefiting you and it's only harming you or causing negative impacts in your life do not be afraid to set that boundary and say no you know like you have to do what's best for you and sometimes that means taking a step away from people and and leaving certain places and things that no longer benefit you or have hurt you um and at the same time don't rely on other people to heal you because that's just not a stable thing to rely on. People are on their own journeys as well. And, you know, they can only give so much. And if you're constantly relying on them to fix you and to make you feel better, you're going to be let down at some point in time. And then what was it all worth? You know, because you've been going for them and, and you've been relying on them and then they're gone or they don't meet up to your needs and then you feel lost and hurt and whatever um so really try to focus on yourself that's why I say that being alone and really spending time by yourself is super important in healing because I think the most important thing to come out of it is knowing that you are okay on your own no matter what you go through and no matter what happens and um yeah you will have yourself and you'll be okay like that so that's all I've got Hey guys, this is HP editing this podcast and I just want to come back in here real quick and add something that happened um, the day after I filmed this. I actually went to therapy and um, I was doing my EMDR therapy um, and something, if you're unfamiliar with the process of it, Google it, (laughs) Um, but we were focusing on believing that I can heal from my trauma and kind of trying to like implant that in my mind and like get myself to like fully believe that and I thought it was like super interesting because my therapist asked me you know like how much do I believe that I can heal and I really didn't know I really was like I I don't know like I don't feel fully confident in it because of the amount of pain that I have (laughs) from these things but I wanted to say that I could do it And then I started thinking back on the podcast that I just recorded the day before and started thinking about some of the things I said. And um, I think that it's really important to tell yourself that you can heal from it. And something that helped me to realize that I can heal from my trauma is to look at where I am now. And I think this kind of goes back into the perspective thing that I said about looking out from your tiny little moments when you're stuck in your trauma and feelings and stuff um and you know I realized like I have done healing you know I may not be fully healed right now but I have moved on from things I have a new job um with new friends and new people I'm a new version of myself a better version of myself um I'm healthy I'm happy and I think that is enough for right now 
And I think that slowly, I, I think healing is a very tedious process and one that takes a lot of time. I think that's something, and I know I said this already, but I really, 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 really want people to know and understand that healing takes time and it may take years. Like you don't even know how long it will take. Um, but I think that it's kind of one of those things that happens right before your eyes in a way. Like I didn't realize until my therapist asked me, like, do you think you can heal from this? And I'm like, well, I don't know. Like, I don't know if I can. And then I'm like, in a way, I kind of already have. And it's like looking back on all these things. I'm like, I've come such a far away from them and done a lot of little things. And I think it's something that you don't realize is really happening until you realize, you know, um, and taking that pressure off of yourself is like super helpful as well. Um, constantly feeling like oh why am I not healed and I still struggle with that you know um just last night I had a nightmare about my old job and and something that had happened there and I'm I know I'm not healed from it completely um and it's days like that and and dreams like that that kind of frustrate me and I'm like oh why am I not over it you know but I know that I've healed in a way you know it doesn't mean that I'm back where I was when things happened and when I originally like experienced that trauma I've still improved and grown and become a lot healthier from that moment and even though I had those nightmares and even though things can still be triggering and uncomfortable for me um it doesn't mean that I am still back at square one and you know being a loser at life (laughs) like you get what I'm saying. Um, and also someone did ask me, why does it got to hurt? And I want to say that I love that question. It did make me laugh, but also healing. I don't want to say that healing hurts. Um, it's very challenging and it requires strength and commitment for sure. Um, and that's kind of why I wanted to make this podcast because I feel like a lot of people are lost when it comes to how to heal and what to do to heal and no one really knows where to start. Um, and I was in the same boat and I have done healing and I've done research on things and tried so many different things that have helped me. That's why I want to share them today. Um, but yeah, healing does hurt sometimes. Absolutely. It's not easy, especially from my personal experience, EMDR therapy is a very, um, what's the word? Sensitive type of therapy. And it is overwhelming and difficult. It's very difficult to do. If you have PTSD and have ever tried it, then you know, um, even if you just like Google it, you will understand that it is a very hard thing to go through. Um, but it is worth it and I've already felt better from it and gotten over certain things through it. Um, so yeah, it does, it's hard sometimes. It does hurt a little sometimes, but I think it only hurts because it leads to something better and it's healing, you know? So sometimes it'll hurt. It's inconsistent. Healing is not linear. I'm going to say it again. I'll say it a million times. So I remind myself but sometimes it's got to hurt, but it will definitely lead you to a beautiful, healthy being. <laughs> all right, that's all. Bye, guys. Thank you all so much for listening today. I know this was a longer episode, um, and I shared a lot, and I'm really glad that I was able to talk about this. Um, it kind of makes up the entirety of my podcast, and my brand is healing, and 
Um, I hope that some of this stuck with you. Um, if you have any comments, feel free to leave them. I would love to hear feedback. No one really gives me feedback, so (laughs) I would love to hear it. Um, and yeah, um, I love you all. Remember that healing takes time and it's not linear. It is not linear and that's okay. It's okay to have bad days and have triggers and be concerned or affected by something you thought you had healed from and you're not. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. As long as you're doing your best and being patient with yourself and taking time to be nice to yourself and care for yourself, that is all you can do. Okay, treat your mind like you would treat a cut on your knee. Okay, put a band-aid on it and make sure it doesn't get fucking hand sanitizer in it. I don't know. (laughs) You get my point. I love you all. I would talk to you again soon. Peace out.